seven of the I'm Uncomfortable podcast. We're your hosts, Vanessa. And Melissa. And today we have a very, very special guest with us. Return. Oh, not returning. Sorry. We were on her podcast before. <laughs> That's why it feels like returning. And now she's on <laughs> ours. I'm so excited. Um, if you're anything like me, then you'd probably be happy with your mom dying thinking that you were a virgin. But that's just because <laughs> dating and those kinds of things are uncomfortable to talk about. So Carmen's going to enlighten us today a little bit about how to, to be more comfortable with the idea of dating, talking about those topics, and just in general, getting to understand that side of us, which is not always something that we've been encouraged to do. But before that, we always start with what's made us uncomfortable lately. And we're actually going to pass the microphone over so that Carmen can share about what's making her uncomfortable. Thank you. Well, I want to, you know, say congrats for the consistency, like number seven. <laughs> seven is a lucky number. So I definitely think, you know, this season will be amazing for all of y'all. I see the upgrades. I see everything. So thanks, <laughs> <laughs> <Hey>, girl. <laughs> and let's see. Um, something that does make me uncomfortable, and I think it's important to put out there, um, I'm about to be 30 this year. So I turned 30 in October. So honestly, like a couple mm-hmm. weeks, October 13th. Um, and I've been in LA f- now for six years, which in retrospect, you know, seems like a very long time. But when you're in it, it's it goes by so quickly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I've lived so many lives. I've had a corporate job. I've worked in entertainment. I've done everything, right? And I'm about to be 30 and I'm not an any of that. I'm literally working two restaurants. I got let go back in August. So navigating Mm -hmm. that and how that looks like for me, because I don't know, but TikTok's like corporate girls. (laughs) That's not me. (laughs) I'm literally working two jobs, hustling, trying to figure it out. That does make me uncomfortable. You know, the fact that there's so much pressure with of like where you should be at a certain age right oh i feel that because girl i'm also not employed right now so i'm navigating that life (laughs) unemployed i guess (laughs) yeah unemployed is what i'm calling it too but oh Mm -hmm. wow yeah well despite all of the pressures carmen happy early birthday because 30 welcome to the club soon (laughs) yeah i just turned 31 actually i was like wait when's my birthday (laughs) Yeah, and I turned 31 in July, so. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. It's fun over here. It's fun. We're well established <laughs> I'm now. ready. I'm ready to join the 30 Club. <laughs> well, thank you for sharing that. And um, as Vanessa mentioned, we're really excited to talk to you about um, all things related to your two platforms that I'll let you introduce formally in a little bit. But um, we're always interested here in this podcast to reach out to women, especially women of color, entrepreneurial women um, who have taken upon themselves really to create wonderful things and put themselves out there and what what more what is more putting yourself out there than starting a podcast that is focused on breaking the taboo discussions about dating sex and relationships um so we were definitely excited that you agreed to be a guest on our podcast today to talk about itu novio as well as single as fuck party because i'm excited to learn about all the things that inspired you to start those platforms so i'll pass it along to you then um, to give us a little bit more of a formal introduction and, and kind of introduce the folks that are listening um to your platforms 
Yeah, no, thank you so much. And little plug, um, you know, I've had Melissa and Vanessa in the podcast, and they've also had me on their podcast. And we had, you know, an episode about writing letters to our exes because that episode really inspired me to reach out to them. Like in that moment, we were all kind of navigating, you know, breakups, being single. Oh, and even now that, that I feel like there's so many chapters, right? Like it just takes a lot of courage to even one talk about relationships, talk about sex, talk about any type of quote unquote taboo uh, theme. But well, for everyone listening, like my name is Carmen. I'm originally from San Diego, but I came out to L.A. Um, you know, I thought life would be very linear. I'd be working in PR. That's my background. I thought I was going to be doing that. And then, boom, the pandemic hit. Um, and I was just like, wow, let me be creative. And from that little sense of the world shaking us, which I feel like, honestly, the pandemic did a lot of uh, good. It kind of like broke us. And it's like, OK, what are you doing? Oh, <laughs> and in yeah. my life, I was like, you know what? I'm not doing what I need to do. And um Part of that is community building. Like, I feel like I'm a person that I feel like I'm a connector, whether it's serving me or serving others. And um, when I started uh, Single As Fuck Party, I was going through this really difficult moment where I got out of a almost two year situationship. It was one of those where it's like we were doing everything that you do as a couple. It wasn't official. Um, but unfortunately, there was also things that I was doing wrong. Like, for example, this person was very clear about, I don't want a relationship. Mm. And yet I stayed. <laughs> so, you know, you got to take accountability. Um, and then after I went no contact, because honestly, TikTok be listening to your combos. <laughs> Seriously, though, I agree. The, the, the for you page is too specific. I'm like, what is uh, happening here? Like TikTok was yeah. telling me you need to go no contact because... It was so hard for me to like officially break up with this person. I would always mm. go back. And then when I finally went no contact, I looked around me and I was like, I don't have a community to fall back on. Mm. Um, and I do believe that when you do go through any type of breakup, whether friendship breakups, like romantic breakups, you do need people to one, hold you accountable, people that can like uplift you because uh, it's it's tough. It's like going through withdrawals, you know? So yeah. I unfortunately didn't have that. And then one of my friends was like, you know what? She's like, maybe you should throw events and bring people together. And then maybe you could like have like that type of like connection. And literally after I did that, Single as Fuck Party was born. And all of the people that I've met one year ago, because our first party was in October, October 20th. They've all been my friends and Aww. we've like been in this beautiful journey and these ups and downs because a lot went down during that time. Like not only did I, you know, go through that no contact with that person, but I also almost got evicted from my house. I got oh, laid God. off. Yeah. Like, at that time, it was just a lot of things were just ending. <laughs> like mm -hmm. the universe was like, stop. <laughs> it's not working. <laughs> So I was like, what the hell? Um, but yeah, I, honest, I honestly think just creating that community really saved me and it gave me purpose to keep going because, yeah, like navigating all of that, I could have easily gone back home. Home is there for me, you know, like if ever 
I need to go, I will, but I, I don't think my time has come for me to go back to San Diego right. yet. Um, but yeah, that's how it started. <laughs> so I, I think that person, I'm like, I'm glad that uh, we broke things off and I took that initiative to go no mm -hmm. contact. Because if it wasn't for that, a single book party would have never come about. Wow. Okay. Yeah. And wasn't <laughs> that the premise? And wasn't that the premise of that letters to our exes episode? It was like a lot of what we said in those letters were were was gratitude for some of the things that we've we've learned as a result yeah. of these at the time unfortunate situations happening to us. So, mm -hmm. oh, mm -hmm. I'm glad. I'm glad for that. Yeah, <laughs> um, I mean. Too. What you said about like the pandemic breaking us is so accurate, but it just like I feel like the pandemic and and like also your idea of like lots of endings, like mm -hmm. it all sucks in the moment, right? But like yeah. there is this opportunity to like piece yourself back together and like potentially hopefully make it better than it was before. So congratulations, honestly, on going <laughs> through all of that and being where you are. I'm excited for you to share a little bit more with our listeners because I feel like a lot of us can relate to potentially the struggles that you've endured, not just like your current thing, right. Of like building mm -hmm. community, which Melissa and I actually just recorded an episode about. So like, that's crazy about the importance of community. Um, yeah. But also the idea of like relationships dating and like not having anyone to really talk to about that. Yeah. So you mentioned, you know, that you've experienced that it's typically taboo to discuss dating relationships and especially sex in like your culture. And I would say the same is definitely true in ours. So I think it just spans probably multiple cultures at this point. So yeah. why do you think those discussions can be so uncomfortable for people to have? I honestly believe that there's a lack of education when mm -hmm. it comes to love, relationships, sex, yeah. anything like that. Oftentimes we get our, you know, we consume, like, for example, through TikTok. I was like, no contact. What does that mean? Like, <laughs> Just like getting information from quote unquote love gurus or people that know about relationships. And I mean, some of it might be true, but you do have to take it with a grain of salt. Um, there are people, you know, that are sexologists, have gone to grad school, you know, have a little bit more curriculum under their belt besides life experiences, which are still important. But, you know, I feel like uh, the education part is the part that I really want to advocate for. Um, and the reason why is because, for example, I'll tie it back to me. I'm a person that has gone through sexual trauma. I'm a survivor. Um, and sometimes I get triggered, you know, whether it be like in a sexual moment with a partner and there's disconnect. And I'm like, why is this happening? You know what I mean? So um, for me to have those tools and be okay and open to talk about that with a partner, with friends, um, you know, sometimes it really takes one person to be like, hey, I've experienced this. Um, and then that other person might be like, wow, I didn't know that, like, I feel comfortable sharing. Um, right. And, you know, sometimes it does stay in the group chat and that's completely fine and that's a safe space for you. But um, the reason why I started the Itunabil podcast is like, if you don't have that space to talk to, because not everyone has, you know, that group chat where you can say anything you want and sometimes yeah. people gonna judge you. Um, that you don't know your podcast could be that maybe you'll connect with an episode and you're like, wow, like I didn't know um, that was a thing. I didn't know that I could do that or I didn't know that that kink is okay for me to explore because like, there's so much shaming. Right. Um, even like the, the smallest thing, you know, somebody wants to do something like role playing. Some people are like, oh, that's silly. It's like, no, mm -hmm. like 
explore it if that's something that you want to do. So yeah, I just want to take those conversations for people that maybe don't have the safest space to talk about it and provide mm -hmm. a platform for them to be like, this is okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And when you're saying, when you're um, talking about that, it, it kind of, you know, Vanessa mentioned that whether it's the Latinx community or the Filipino community, which is yeah. the community that I identify with, it's, I agree with you. There is a lack of education. I think even we can, Vanessa and I can tie it back to, you know, having gone to like Catholic school all our lives and the like skewed right. education that we've had about relationships, sex and all of those things. Yeah. And so we've had to learn by, I don't know. Yeah. Through, through friends and through our experiences yeah. and practice, you know, and it's like where it, it's awesome that you were able to take it out of the group chat in a way and, mm -hmm. and provide some plat a platform for folks that may not have those people around yeah. them who talk about these topics that even, you know, sometimes you, you may not even be comfortable bringing it up in that group chat. So right. I love that. <laughs> well, there's also the idea of like shame that you mentioned. And I mm -hmm. would love if you could talk a little bit more about how you've dealt with like the shame or embarrassment piece, because I remember feeling very shame, like shame, <laughs> shame, very shame, <laughs> very shame, it's giving shame. Um, but like when I was learning about myself and my body and what I liked, but I didn't like, and like, like you mentioned, like, um, knowing who you could talk to about it, because once I started learning more, I realized like, oh, there's certain people who are very down to have these conversations. And then there's other people who very much are not for whatever reasons, right? So yeah. how, how have you kind of been more comfortable with getting past that shame barrier? Um, for one, and I'm only talking about my experience, I think it's important to advocate therapy especially when you're um because I'm at a point now and I'll, I'll say it probably um I do have a partner so I I do have a boyfriend <laughs> <laughs> yeah I do have a boyfriend and I still facilitate you know these events for for single people to meet because I I think it's um so important one um relationships need to be built and I feel like oftentimes things go from like zero to a thousand and I'm only going from my experience I generally believe people need a platform where like there's no pressure and it's like, I'm just here to like vibe, make mm -hmm. friends and the rest is up to you if you want to take it a step further. Mm -hmm. um, but definitely therapy, like really like seek within yourself. And I feel like the healthiest friendships, the healthiest relationships do go through adversity. And, you know, if you need specific tools to go through it, like therapy's there. Like, yeah. Yeah. For real, Medi-Cal, like you don't have to pay a lot. Like, for real, there's apps, like yeah. figure out what works for you. Um, but yeah, definitely like um, having tools, talking about it. And then also I think you and your soul will know if you're able to connect with someone. Mm. Um, like for me, for example, before I met my current partner, I couldn't have conversations about, hey, like I've experienced this or mm. when I sat down, um, this is why. You know, oftentimes mm. it would be like I would go through an episode and they would be left kind of like, what did I do? Right. You know? It's like, if they don't know, they, they think like, oh my God, did I do something? It's like, I have to give them like context as to why X, Y, and Z happens or why we might need to work a little bit more on certain things. So. Yeah, like I feel like um, you'll know. And then also that person, you know, will hopefully have space for you to talk about things, whether mm. it's a friend, whether it's a romantic partner, et cetera. Yeah. yeah. Mm. 
Okay. Thank you for sharing that because it is it is something I think a lot of us struggle with. Yeah, it kind of reminds me of um, of the episode we just recorded the other day about finding community and mm-hmm. you know leaning in into your community basically and and there are points where whatever point of a relationship or friendship that you have, um, there may be different things that you go to certain people for. So you may not be comfortable with talking about X, Y, and Z with one friend, but you may have, you know, that vibe or that inkling that this other friend would be more open to hearing about um, all of the like dating relationship, love life stuff. So yeah. yeah. (laughs) And I did want to talk a little bit more about um, single as fuck because, Mm -hmm. you know, even though you are in a, in a relationship, you're still, continuing to to put these types of events so i would love to hear a little bit more about singles fuck as and then also coming from someone who identifies as an introvert Mm -hmm. uh, for those who are more on like the introverted side shy i I say i'm a shy girl um how do you how do you encourage folks to attend these types of events to to kind of meet new people and make new friends especially if like for example you know you're new to LA or what have you it's kind of hard to put yourself out there and and meet new people so I guess introduce a little bit more about single as fuck and and give us a little bit insight on how you get people to to attend yeah um so single as fuck party it's a community um for single creatives in LA but if you don't consider yourself a creative that is fine there's a creative in you I always think (laughs) even if you're into science that's super creative and you could still do something um but yeah it's a community for people to come and one build community so this is a space where like you know when you go to a single as fuck party event it's like a friend vibes like you're going to a house party a cookout like you feel welcomed um, there is no pressure of like, oh my gosh, like if I have to go, I need to connect with three people and come out with like three numbers. So it's not a speed dating event. Uh, I wanted to take that out of the equation. Not that that's a bad model, but <clears throat> it's different for, for my parties. And the reason why is because there's two components. There's a party turn up. So we'll do like happy hours, socials, sometimes with alcohol, sometimes without. But there's also a wellness part in it. And the reason why is because I believe when we go on dates, oftentimes it's very like dinner, drinks. Yeah. There's always like something with drinks and something with dinner or the club or a bar. Yeah. It's like, that's cool. But like, you know, how far can you get to know someone at the club or a bar? Mm-hmm. Right. So that's why I want to also offer, you know, for maybe the introverts, like if you want to do yoga, if you want to go on a hike where there's not too, too many people, yeah. <laughs> that's uh, spaces available too. And often the wellness events don't have any alcohol because I also feel like when we date, we kind of lean into the alcohol sometimes because you, you might be a little shy or like Ugh. loosens people up a little bit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, you know, up to your discretion. But um, yeah, like we just feel that there should be a balance when it comes to dating. And although I would love for people to be, you know, get off the apps. I do think the apps are a useful tool. Mm-hmm. So as long as you have a healthy balance of both, and oops, <laughs> they're <agreeing> with me. <laughs> yeah, so just have a healthy balance of both and come out. The whole point is, my whole spiel is like, come to make friends and then the rest is up to you. 
Mm. So I love that. Sorry, because I want to be like, yes, you met at my party. <laughs> yeah, that's a nicer, not nicer. That's like a softer way I think of approaching it that I didn't think about. Like, come to make friends, and mm. then. Yeah, because I was just telling Vanessa before you hopped on um, that there are I've seen ads on Instagram and stuff for these like speed dating events in like Arts District in LA and 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 they have like all the the dates signed up and it's like it's a lot of pressure I feel like to just have to sit there. I mean, Vanessa thinks it's fun, but like for me as like a more introverted person, I'm just like, what do you mean I have to like start new conversations with like all these people and have this this specific structure versus like going to a hike or like a, a yoga class or like even one of the like happy hours and just kind of mingling as organically you know yeah um, I love that yeah and I, I I agree I mean when I had gone no contact with the person and I took some time off and then I was dating that's what I needed I was like mm-hmm. I was feeling overwhelmed I'm like oh man I haven't been in the dating space at that time for two years mm-hmm. I was like the dating world sucks. <laughs> I'm like, all I have is all these apps and I'm mm-hmm. like, I can't do this. <laughs> and then I was like, okay, maybe if my thought really was like, if I create single stuff party, maybe I'll connect with someone at the party. <laughs> so I was trying to I love that. But um, it ended up serving others and it, it did serve me in terms of friendship. I made a lot mm-hmm. of really good friends. Yeah. So, oh, I love that. <laughs> You came for the friends. Yeah, Yeah. came for the friends. Well, because even for me, like, being a little more extroverted than Melissa is, like, even just the idea of, like, showing up to an event like that is, like, terrifying. Um, (laughs) You know, and and, uh, even, yeah, I just, even thinking about it. Like, (laughs) Like you mean a speed dating event, not a single as fuck party event? Yeah, yeah, a speed dating event. The single as fuck party sounds better. Actually. (laughs) I'm like, I need the updates from, you know. I am currently not anymore ah. as of recently. And but I'm in the dating scene right now. Which so. is new. She's been avoiding it's new. it for forever. Oh, it's okay. new. I have been avoiding it. And I agree with you. I, I, I'm like, I'm not a fan of the apps. I support folks that are on them if that's the way that they are able to make connections but I have just always been so I don't know bad at it like I I would hop on them for a little bit and I hate I hate the idea of having to put a profile together and be like talk about what like what three sentences are going to convince you you know I hated that concept so yeah I just never was a fan of it and yeah it's it's things like this like the singles folk party where it's it's a little (laughs) bit less pressure yeah. And just kind of there for the vibes. And if, you know, I love there that I keep vibes. repeating it. It's like, it's up to you how, how you want to um, go about it after that. Right. And, so. and you've yeah, felt people mm-hmm. like, you know, both of you are creative people. So sometimes you need that in your space, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, you've already talked about this a little bit in terms of how it's helped you build community. Uh, so what do you, would you say has been like, the most uncomfortable part of starting like the single as fuck parties and what has been the thing that you feel like has made you grow the most from starting it until now? Um, the most uncomfortable part is sharing with people like hmm. kind of like with y'all, like why I started it? Who am I? You know what I mean? People are, are curious, like, okay, well, why did you make this? Yeah. Or like, this is cool. Like, are you going to do more? Um, it's uncomfortable in terms of like um, consistency. Um, mm. You know, 
to build community, you really got to be consistent. Right. Um, you got to put events. And when you do events, like you have to do one like every, every month. Mm-hmm. And since I have a lot of logistics. <laughs> yeah, it is. And it's a lot of energy too. Like um, yeah. when you facilitate an event, oftentimes you're not really there to also participate. You're like, you know, you're the host. You're trying mm-hmm. to make sure people are like excited. If they have questions, yeah. you're there to answer. That's what does make me uncomfortable because there are times, not going to lie, when I don't feel the most high energy. Mm-hmm. Maybe something happened before an event, but you're still, I'm still there to provide a vibe. <laughs> right, right, right. right. So, yeah. It makes me uncomfortable. It also makes me happy because I'm like, okay, I'm like, there's a need for this. People are here. So I need to make sure that I'm also here. And then after the event, I could be like, all right. I need to chill. And why? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay. That's what made me uncomfortable. Got it. And then what do you feel like has either changed about you or like how do you feel like you've grown throughout the process from starting it until now? I definitely think I've become better, um, a better friend oh, and okay. also a better partner. So hmm. when I was in this dating uh, courtship, with the person that I'm with now. Um, I was going through a lot of things where I'm like, okay, accountability. Like I be like transparent that I am a woman that is creative. I do events, I do this, I do that. Like, are you okay with that? (laughs) I like to be out. Um, Friends are super important to me. So yeah, I feel like making this, um, not just a passion of mine, but also like, you know, business. Mm-hmm. Um, has just changed me because I'm like, wow, like I actually really enjoy events. Um, so I want to see maybe there's like a career transition into more of like the event production side. I'm like, mm-hmm. who would have thought? <laughs> Kudos to you, girl, because yeah. I, I have experience with events as well. And it is a lot of uh, like when you say energy, you need to be on. Yeah. Like, I totally understand that. Um, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. That's really cool. I, I also want to talk a little bit, a little bit about um, your growth through. I know that you have a new season of the Itu Novio podcast, so I want to. I know that we've been talking about single as fuck party, but um, want to bring it back to the podcast. Um, is there anything that you know? We talked a little bit about how you know the inspiration of why you started it, um, but I don't. I don't know if you know since you've started the podcast, has there been like, what have you learned about yourself and and how comfortable you've become with talking about all of these topics, especially uh, with the guests that you have on your podcast? Is there anything you want to share about that in terms of the growth that you've had? Yes, um, I definitely think for anyone that's listening who has a podcast or is thinking about it, because I honestly think like if you if you have the thought that you want to do one and you're scared, just do it. You know, like Melissa and Vanessa are a duo. You could do it with a duo. You could do it by yourself. You could do it with mm-hmm. five people. Like, just start. Um, so, yeah, I'm happy to be in this podcast community with y'all. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think one thing that I learned would be, like, for example, mine, um, I don't have a co-host, but I have mm-hmm. guests. Yeah. Um, and even that, like, collaborate. Like, yeah. there are times to do episodes by yourself. But I think the beauty uh, really comes when you connect with another creator. Yeah. Um, and also when you work with other people, that is honestly what I learned when I took like a two year break from my podcast mm. was um, I wasn't inspired. And I was also doing everything by myself. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
So when I decided at the top of the year, like, all right, I've made this really beautiful community of people who not only are my friends, but they're also like super dope creators here in LA. Mm-hmm. Um, I was sharing with them and they were like, what the hell? You have a podcast? I'm like, yeah. And like, they're like, are you going to do anything about it? I'm like, <laughs> you know, I was like, you know, pressured you. Yeah. I'm like, Wait, I'm going to, okay. <laughs> Um, and then I created this beautiful season, which um, we launched one episode. So we're in episode 72, which is Yay. crazy. I'm like, what the hell? Uh-huh. <laughs> it goes by. Like, how do you, how, you know, you reach 70 episodes. You're like, wait, how do we, how did I get here? <laughs> right. But this time around, um, you know, that first video that came out was a community effort. It wasn't just me. Um, I was able to gather all my friends and we created something beautiful. So. I definitely think if you're creative, uh, we often get like, oh, I need to do this by myself, the creative process. No, work with others. So I, I really love the fact that you two work together. Like, keep mm-hmm. that going. Tap into <laughs> other uh, podcasters in San Diego, LA, wherever, honestly. Mm-hmm. Now that you're doing this, you could interview anyone. <laughs> right. yeah. That is the hope. <laughs> yeah, like the, co- the collaboration part is the most important part that I've learned and I wish I had learned that earlier because mm-hmm. man, like imagine where we would have been, but also it's like, I'm okay with where I am right now. So. Oh, that's beautiful. Congratulations on all your success, Carmen. And I, um, maybe when we're, well, I, Melissa's already in the area, we can attend one of your events. <laughs> yes, 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 come out. I'm in Cape Town and events are okay. in the LA area, so not far. <laughs> okay, okay, so if you're listening, you know where you know where to show up at. <laughs> I, Carmen, if you could um, just share with our listeners, first of all, thank you so much for being on our show today uh, and would love for you to just share with our listeners where they can find you, where they can follow you and any last tidbits of info that you might want them to know about either the podcast or about the events. Yes. Um, so you can follow single as fuck party. It's single and then AF party on Instagram and TikTok. We're most active on Instagram. I'm not, I don't know. I feel like <laughs> I, I'm definitely a millennial, but a bad one. Cause I can't, I, I can't do TikTok. We're the same. We have a TikTok as well. We have clock talk as well, but if we're bad at it is, you know, we're trying to get better. We, we understand. <laughs> yeah, we are in the same book. <laughs> Um, so yeah, singles party, uh, singles book party on Instagram. Um, our link tree has all the info for most current events. Um, we have one every month. There's always like a wellness or if not a party. So every month there's something going on. Some are paid, some are not, and nothing over $25. But you know, next year the price might go up. Okay. <laughs> we'll get it now. Yeah. Get it now. <laughs> Um, the podcast, it's Itu Novio Podcast. Um, fuck, I can't spell right now. But all that information will be, you know, they're going to we'll put share it. We'll share yeah. it. <laughs> but it's at Itu Novio Podcast. Um, and then for myself, it's Carmen PR Girl, K-A-R-M-E-N PR Girl. But yeah, whether you are a single girly and you want to, you know, connect with Single Stuff Party or you just want to listen to a really dope podcast about love, relationship, sex, anything you can't, you know, talk about. Um, There's something for everyone. Or if you just want to support me, that'd be amazing. And yeah, I just want to say thank you. Like, I'm serious. Your consistency is, (laughs) I'm seeing it. So keep going. Like, bro. I love it. 
And I know um, we said it at the, at the top of this episode, but a happy early birthday to you. This episode that we're recording right now, we will be re- we, we will be releasing it in October, which I know is your birthday Ooh, month. So your yes. 30th birthday. Here we go. So happy early birthday to you. And, and thank you again for being on, on the podcast. I was, again, so excited. I think I, I may have mentioned this when we were guests on your podcast, but um, I first met you or, or was uh, became familiar with you because I also lived in San Diego. We went to the yes. same school, went to the same program. So I understand all that you're talking about with, with PR and like events and all of that stuff. So yeah, if we yeah. ever want to talk about that, we could talk about that offline. But um, <laughs> but. Again, just wanted to say thank you for being on the podcast today. And thank you all for listening. We're available wherever you get your podcasts from. But if you want to share your thoughts with us and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, we'd be super grateful. And be sure to follow us on Instagram and also TikTok um, at imuncomfortable.podcast. And we release new episodes every week. So we will see you then.